With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, you heard the man, Ben Maller, taking a very well-deserved, and his crew taking a very well-deserved Thanksgiving night, day and night off, greetings and salutations. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. I am not Ben Maller. I am not Archie Bell in the Drells. I'm not Kim Kardashian. My name is Bernie Fratto, and yes, we are coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, if you're scoring at home, and I hope you are, this is my seventh 
Ben Maller show. And look, you know I have mad respect for the Maller militia. Okay, it's not play around here. These are not empty words. I get it. You know, Raider Nation, the Cheeseheads, Bill's Mafia, Cameron Crazies. Yeah, they're all cool, but they're not the they're not the Maller militia. Okay. So I got my mad respect for you tonight. You get to prove your medal because yes, we will be taking your calls tonight. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. So don't be shy. Bring it early. Bring it often. It's the holidays. I don't give a flying horse's patoot if you like me or hate me. Pick up the phone. Let's chop it up. Now, we're going to have some guests tonight. So if you happen to dial in while the guests are on, we'll take you right after the guests have been, you know, dismissed, as it were. Now, if you're like most Americans today, you most likely took advantage of the fact that this is the one day of the year that gluttony is not a sin. Hell, even... Alexander Hamilton once complained, quote, no citizen of the U.S. shall refrain from Turkey on Thanksgiving Day. And in fact, Hamilton's proclamation became reality because according to the National Turkey Federation, the National Turkey Federation, yeah, you've heard of them, haven't you? I sure as hell haven't, but apparently they exist. The National Turkey Federation, about 46 million turkeys are consumed every Thanksgiving. Well, that translates to about, oh, 5.1 billion pounds of turkey. Yes, that's billion with a B. You know the difference between a billion and a million? Because you hear these numbers, but you don't have any context. If you were to count to a million one second at a time, it would take you 12 days. If you were to count to one billion one second at a time, 12 days jumps to 33 years. 12 days, 33 years. That's the difference between a billion and a million. And us knucklehead Americans ate 5.1 billion pounds of turkey today. By the way, of all the states in the Union, the residents of California, well, they consume the most turkey per person. Now, most Thanksgiving meals feature turkey as the main dish, right? 86% of Americans, that's their main dish. 75% of folks, they have mashed potatoes. 75% of folks have stuffing or dressing. Now, if you listen to VJ and Arnie, and I hope you did, VJ very, very cleverly broke down the difference between stuffing and dressing. Hope you were listening. 69% of folks have dinner rolls. 64% cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah, sweet potatoes. 59% of every table in America has sweet potatoes. I, can't, I didn't make this up. This is all part of a, a government survey in which people were surveyed about, you know, which dishes they're going to be serving for their meal. By the way, for dessert, about 66% of all Americans indulge in pumpkin pie. We ain't playing, folks. 250 million pounds of potatoes, 77 million pounds of ham, 41 million dinner rolls, 28 million pies, a cool 96 million was spent on stuffing. <laughs> to go along with your turkey, you know, yeah, it took about 17 million pounds of cranberries to make that cranberry sauce you had on your table as well. And not for nothing, not every side dish is a welcome sight on a Thanksgiving table. It turns out 52% of Americans want nothing to do with candied yams or green bean casserole. And only 12% actually eat a salad on Thanksgiving Day. And why the hell would you, right? I didn't. Uh, finally, 6% of Americans actually, 6% now, actually prefer to eat out at Thanksgiving instead of home. 
Now, that might not sound like a lot, 6% of all Americans. That amounts to about 14 million people. So, you know, around the same amount that will be listening to the show tonight. Yeah, actually, we have more people listening than that. Now, if you're like most Americans also, in addition to noshing and realizing that today gluttony is not a sin, you probably consumed three NFL football games today. Good games. I thought they were good games. And they were meaningful games, which I'll get to in a bit. Well, by the way, here's a little quiz for you. What professional team has played almost every Thanksgiving since 1934? Who got the ball rolling? You guessed it, the Detroit Lions, near and dear to my heart. I covered 10 of those games, uh, in, in which I did the pre- and post-game show. I actually covered 13, uh, but the 10 I did the pre- and post-game show, uh, 98 was the first one. That was Barry Sanders last year. That was when, if you recall, and Pittsburgh fans will probably want to uh, punch me through the phone here, that's the game where Jerome Bettis, in overtime, called tails instead of heads. They thought he said heads. He said tails. The Lions got the ball, took it down the field, and scored. Pittsburgh never got the ball back, and the Lions won. Now, the Lions were pretty good. They weren't that bad in the 90s. They made the playoffs. Yes, they made the playoffs um, seven times in the 90s. That was, so that was not a bad team in 98. But if you are wondering, maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but if you are wondering how this whole damn thing got started, in 1934, the, the Lions had an owner. No, it wasn't the Fords. The Fords didn't buy the team until 1963. A gentleman by the name of George Richards, he actually purchased a team called the Portsmouth Ohio Spartans in 1934 and moved them to Detroit, rebranded them as the Detroit Lions. Now, George was a bit of a like a, like a, a, a poor man's P.T. Barnum, a showman. And he decided to boost attendance he would come up with an idea of hosting a Thanksgiving Day game uh, against the world champion Chicago Bears in 1934, why he wanted to attract fans and boost attendance. Well, guess what? It worked. The Lions have played on every Thanksgiving Day except between 1939 and 1944 due to World War II. And then all of a sudden you saw the, the Cowboys, they jumped in in 1966 and they became part of this tradition uh, so on and so forth. And one of the things George Richards did that was very shrewd is he sold the broadcasting rights to 90 NBC stations across the country. And that really got the fuse lit. So like I said, I was part of the pre-post game shows uh, for 10 of those from 98 to 08. And uh, so I'm not a stranger when it comes to working on Thanksgiving Day. It's still Thanksgiving Day here on the West Coast. And I'm very happy to be sitting in for the great Ben Maller uh, a legend on the radio and uh, uh, someone I consider a very good friend of mine. But I digress. We do have a hell of a lot to get to, so let's get busy. We've got NFL. We've got college football. We've got college basketball. By the way, is Bill Belichick going to retire? In about seven or eight minutes, we're going to go to Boston, talk to a good buddy of mine, ECI, Jeff Dawson, and uh, he lives in the area, and we will unpack a report that was actually – uh, published about a month ago. Now, that's when the Patriots were 3-4, and four, and that's when the Tampa Bay Bucks were 3-4, and four, and the group, I think, Echo Chamber went crazy. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that. Uh, why did the Raiders' season go south? I'm going to explain later in the show, and at midnight we'll have a guest to tell you whether Derek Carr is going to be back here next year. Apparently, well, Josh McDaniels is going to be back. I don't think Mark, D Mark Davis wants to pay another coach who's not coaching for him. 
A little later, also, we're going to talk a lot of Ohio State-Michigan. Who's going to win that game? We've got World Cup soccer stuff. USA and England, just under 12 hours from now. All that plus much, much more. And I, Don't let me down, Mallard Militia. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you can bring it tonight. And uh, let's have a little fun chopping it up. Quick recap for the three games today. Uh, the Lions heading into today. 3-11 against the spread as a dog on Thanksgiving since 2004, but they were getting too many points today, and I must have gone on a million shows and said, we, I like the Lions and the points. You know what? The Lions aren't that far away, and if you draft a quarterback, Goff may not be perfect. I get it, but he was number one pick overall six years ago. He's been to a Super Bowl. He throws a nice ball. You've got a quarterback, okay? Don't start over. If you draft a quarterback line, you're first in line for a frontal lobotomy. Draft defense. You had a multiple one-score losses against quality teams this year. And you're sloppy. You had an unnecessary safety today. That's on golf. But why the hell are you running that play on third and 15 from your own five? Run it up the middle, punt it out, get the hell out of there, and try to play defense. You had an ill-fated roughing the quarterback that enabled Buffalo in their go-ahead drive to get the ball inside the red zone, and you had a missed chip shot field goal. Give me those five points back, and the Lions win. Of course, the fifths and butts were cherries and nuts. You'd all have a Merry Christmas and a nice Thanksgiving, wouldn't you? But the Lions now have covered four straight, and Jamal Williams leads the National Football League in rushing touchdowns. And, yes, there, was, there were some things here that caused you to think it could be a mismatch. The Lions' defense is ranked 31st. Buffalo's offense is ranked 2nd. But the Lions have the 6th-ranked offense. They can score. Draft a defense, Lions. All right. The New York Giants, 7-3. and three. Biggest underdog for a team of the 700 winning percentage in 16 years. But they backdoored it. They covered it. The books needed the Giants and the Lions, and they got them both. Uh, I might have to, I'm not ready to yet, but I might have to retract all those nasty things I said about Dallas in the beginning of the year. And I thought they would be under 10 and a half wins, but they're getting it done. And I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Yes, they do have an elite defense. That defense matters. We'll see if they can do it when it matters most. I just simply don't have faith, but, you know, and they're, and they're not to their 11th win yet, but if they get there, I will, I will certainly give you, give Dallas uh, my props and Mike McCarthy props. They've done a nice job. I will say this. The Vikings, uh, they're going to win the NFC North. They're going to have at least one home playoff game. But if you're really being honest, this Vikings team raises some questions. Tonight they faced the Patriot, the Patriots in their 25th-ranked offense. Now, by the way, I like Mac Jones. You pick on Mac Jones, you don't know what you're looking at. He plays the position from the slot and the pocket the way it's meant to be played. Two for 390 yards today. By the way, give it up to – or. Yeah, it was about that many. Give it up to the the uh, Patriots. They outgained the Vikings by 51 yards. They put up 409 yards. And here's the problem with the Vikings. They're at 9-2, their point differential is plus 5. Their yards differential is minus 286. And they're 9-2. That is the worst 9-2 and two performance in the history of the National Football League. And per the Pythagorean theorem, which I'm going to talk about later in the show, and I'm going to revisit the prediction I made in August about the Raiders. I, spoiler alert, I said they'd go 8-9 and nine or 7-10. and 10. They may not even do that. Because of Pythagorean theorem expectations based on numbers, and the bottom line is those numbers don't lie. 
They have a tendency to regress and progress to the B. But if you watch the game with your eyes, why in the hell are the Vikings repeatedly in that soft zone with four defensive backs, 12 yards off the ball? Made no adjustments. You know, those, those slant passes all night. New England moved the ball at will. So the bottom line is this. They don't ask Kyle, just Tom Any. The Vikings continue to win. I'm going to say it was a good, gutty win, gutsy win against a quality opponent that they, you know, it was get after it week after the embarrassment and debacle last week against the Dallas Cowboys at home in which they were a two-point underdog and yet eight and two on the year, but they were still a two-point underdog and the Cowboys took care of business. Be that as it may, the Vikings did what they needed to do. They don't draw pictures on the scorecard. And like I said, they don't ask Kyle just how many. The Vikings are 9-2. and two. They have six games left if they just go 3-3 three and three down the stretch, and they should do better than that. Well, they should, but I don't know. They'd be 12-5. and five. They're going to win the NFC North. They're going to have a home playoff game, and we shall see what happens from there. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, you heard the man. Ben Maller, our well-deserved night off. I'm Bernie Fratto. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. The way tire buying should be. We waste no time. Let's go to our guests. You hear this gentleman on our local Fox Sports affiliate here in Las Vegas every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. hosting Auto Line. And he's covered the Raiders intimately. He's been to every game. Say hello to Brian Feldman. Brian, thanks for staying up late, buddy. Always a pleasure, Bernie. So let's dive right into it, buddy. Uh, here's the situation. On a scale of 1 to 10, how shocked were you when uh, Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, said that Josh McDaniels will be back and, quote, he's doing a fantastic job. What was your reaction? You know, Bernie, I'm not shocked at all that he's going to be back. I'm definitely shocked that he says he's doing a good job and singing his accolades. That's the surprising part about it. The quote where he said, Rome wasn't built in the day. You just kind of shake your head. Mark Davis is not a stupid man. That was a stupid quote. And, uh, you know, but I'm not surprised, Bernie, based on a lot of circumstances. Josh McDaniel's going to be here this year, and my guess is at least through next year. Well, I'm in agreement with you. I, I, I should have rephrased it. I'm not shocked that he's coming back. I, I, I tend to think Mark's a little cash poor, and he's not one going to continue paying ex-coaches, right? And the buyout's pretty big. Uh, the vote of confidence was odd, but you're right. He, he's not stupid, but that was odd given the fact Brian, here's the thing that I don't understand. How are the Raiders getting away with this narrative? They made the playoffs last year. Now they're supposed to be rebuilding. I don't get it. Would you know? Lay that out for the folks. What's your impression of that statement? Well, it's funny, Mark. Uh, excuse me, Josh McDaniel would have a big problem with that, Bernie, because he refuses to use the term rebuilding. He says that they are building, uh, and that's what he says in all of his press conferences. And you know, Bernie. 
the, the take on the Raiders right now is, you know, and I think everyone feels the same way. It's 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 surprising. This is a team that had to win their last four games to make the postseason last year. All kinds of controversy, starting with Mark Gruden, of course, the very unfortunate tragedy with the Henry Ruggs ordeal, and then you know Rich Bisacci, who comes in, he's beloved, everyone likes him, and they win four straight games to make the playoffs, and then they give a great showing in Cincinnati against the Bengals. So everyone expected Josh McDaniel was supposed to be hired to elevate this team to the next level. Not about rebuilding or building. This team has gone completely backwards. They're stuck in the mud. Horrible coaching decisions. And yet, this, regardless of what Raider Nation feels, Bernie, Josh McDaniel's going to stick around for exactly the reason you said. Mark Davis just does not have that much money. He's not as rich as some of the other owners. He doesn't have the money to pay off the Gruden settlement and then also pay off Josh McDaniel if he fires him in addition to a new head coach. It's not going to happen. Talking with Brian Feldman, our local Fox Sports Radio affiliate here in Las Vegas, hosts on a line every Sunday morning here at 8 a.m., covers the Raiders, been credentialed for years. So let's get to the elephant of the room, Brian. This is important. People like Derek Carr, but he's been here eight years, never won a playoff game. You think Derek Carr is back with the Raiders in 2023? You know, Bernie, straight out, it's hard to say. I'm going to go out and say, no, he's not. You know, his latest contract extension carries a $60.2 million of potential guarantees, but only 25 of it, uh, it you know, $25 million at signing. Um, you know, to me, the only way I see them not moving on from Derek Carr is if they string some wins together because that would not get a top draft pick and they would have to, they would not be able to get one of those top QBs in the draft. I mean, right now, this is a perfect situation if they, if they can move in by before February where he say let go of him, get a bridge QB, and then get one of those top QBs in the basket, Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, a Will Levis, one of those guys. But I think, Bernie, I'm, I'm going to say yes, they are going to move on from Derek Carr. It feels like there's going to be some sort of fall guy since we now know it's not going to be Josh McDaniels. Again, these are the things that are blowing in the wind with the echo chamber, and people are really sort of split on Derek Carr. They like him, but... He's not that transcendent quarterback that they wish he was, which begs the second question, Brian. What's the current relationship between Devontae Adams and the team and Derek Carr, and how would that future look? Because Devontae Adams came here to be with Derek Carr. How will he react if Derek Carr is gone? Very interesting, Bernie, and I can't see them with what they just did and gave Devontae Adams. You know, two they gave away two first-round draft picks this last draft. I just don't see him moving on there. I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams' relationship is still decent. They're friends, college friends. They've had a lot of success together at the collegiate level. And Devontae Adams, at next game, is probably going to be over 1,000 yards receiving for the season. He's got 10 touchdowns. He's not having a bad year. Um, but again, you know, Bernie, it's 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 the front office. It's you know Josh McDaniel and Dave Ziegler. You know they're they're a package deal, and and you're looking at to me. I I, I would not be shocked if we're having this conversation at this time next year. Will Josh McDaniel still be around for the 2024 season? Because as it, shocking as that might sound to everyone, because of financial you know finances, that's a possibility. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, the Raiders head to Seattle Sunday. Forget that game. Let's let's just look at the remaining seven games or uh, what other seven games left, I believe. Yep. 
My question is, where do you expect the Raiders to go from here in terms of, you know, I said they'd be 8 and 9, 7 and 10. I'm going to explain why in about 15 minutes. What do you expect? How do you expect them to finish down the stretch? Because some of the comments made at the podium, and you've been in the locker room after the games. You've been to the press conferences. When Derek Carr gets up there and cries and says he's disappointed that not everybody in the room seems bought in, uh, that's a pretty damning statement. How does that go over in the locker room? So I guess I'm asking sort of three questions here. How did that go over in the locker room? What's the relationship? And what do you expect the Raiders to do between now and the end of the year? I think everyone was a little bit perplexed when Derek Carr broke down in the press conference. And, you know, and Josh McDaniel, when asked about it, I, I don't know why you're going to have to ask Derek. That was a little disconcerting. So, you know, um, I, I think that I, I don't think in the locker room, you know, anyone gets like points a finger at Derek Carr. I think there's disarray all over the place, Bernie. And I, I think that, you know, people will say, and, you know, at least on the surface, they're all going to say, well, that just shows how much he cares about this team. I don't know. I think, you know, maybe there's some whispering behind the scenes. Nothing that we can see. It seems like he still has, uh, you know, he still has the team, you know, he still has the team more or less behind him. Um, you know, the question is, can he do the job or not? Well, that's that's really the question. And, I, Brian, I covered the 0-16 Lions back in 08, and they didn't air nearly as much dirty laundry as this team seems to air now. You just see the body language and the attitude. So, again, the Raiders are currently 3-7. and seven. Is that correct? They're 3-7. and seven. Yep. Is that the right? Okay, so they've got seven games left. They're a four-and-a-half-point underdog at Seattle Sunday. What do you expect the Raiders, uh, and this your most optimistic answer, what's the Raiders' record at the end of the year? Wow, Bernie, you know, three wins right now. Looking at the remaining uh, seven games on the schedule, I see three more wins if things go perfectly for him. So I see him going three and four. That would give him six total wins on the season, Bernie. And right now, I, 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 I think that's a fair assessment. I think it's an honest answer. Uh, because the, the seven and ten and eight and nine I predicted back last August, they'd have to go five and two or four and three, and I don't see that. Let's talk about the Raiders' defense, the real elephant in the room, and they bring over Chandler Jones. He, he's been a disappointment in terms of production. Why have the Raiders? I mean, what's the narrative inside the four walls about that defense, which is really the biggest issue? Well, you know, you, you 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 hit the nail on the head right off the beginning. Chandler Jones to be on, you know, you know, everyone looked at him being on the other side of Max Crosby. Is the Raiders are going to have one of the most dominating pass rushes in the National Football League, and uh, teams are going to have to be able to run the ball against them because it's going to be the quarterback's going to have you know a very short window to get the ball out. That just hasn't been the case. Max Crosby's played decently. He signed a big contract in the off season. I think he's a part of this Raiders future. I think Chandler. Jones is a head-scratcher, but I think a, a big part of the defense is, Bernie, is, is, is not just health. I'm not going to blame it on that, but I do think the secondary, I think, uh, you know, you just don't have really any leaders back there on the secondary. You know, starting the season back there, you were looking at a, a second-year player as being the guy who was going to lead the secondary. That's a problem, as you know, that's your last line of defense, but I really think there's a lot more to it, Bernie. I think that, that you know, health, yes, has been an issue, but I think all the way around, to me, 
the most, the, the, the brightest spot on the defense last year was Denzel Perryman, who really seemed to came in his own, come into his own, coming over from Carolina. He's had some health issues. When he's healthy, he shores up that defense, and he's a really good run stopper. But I think their last line of defense, Bernie, the secondary is something that's going to have to be a focus. And I know you're talking about the defense, but to me, the glaring weakness of this team all year has been the play of the offensive line. I don't know how many different combinations they have tried in that offensive line, but nothing whatsoever has worked. Right. Clearly, that was the issue heading into the season. The thought was the pass rush would be enough to save a bad secondary. I never believed it. But, all right, Brian, keep your ear to the ground. uh, And if there's any major news, uh, we'll get you back on. We'll see what January brings. i got to believe there's going to be some news. All right, thanks, Brian. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and everyone out there, Bernie. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. That's uh, Brian Feldman, the host of Out of Line here at our Fox Sports affiliate. He covers the Raiders. He's at all the press conferences in the locker room after games. I'm going to do a couple games myself of credential as well. But Brian, is this is really kind of one of his more full-time endeavors. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. That's right. You heard the man. I'm Bernie Fratto sitting in for Ben Maller. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's welcome in a gentleman. I've known him since 94. We work together, Lions pre and post, Michigan football, you name it. I've waited, Dennis. Three months for this. They're both 11-0. We've got Michigan-Ohio State Saturday. Thanks for getting up early, buddy. Oh, it's great to be with you, Bernie. I bet uh, Ben Maller bet the, uh, the the Bills, the Cowboys, and the uh, Patriots <laughs> yesterday. So I'm sure he's doing great. We'll find out. <laughs> we will certainly find out. Uh, all right. So I'm going to dive right into the meat because there are a couple of storylines that have emerged uh, that people, I think, want to know about, and there's nobody better to ask than you. What is the status of Blake Corum and, and Donovan Edwards? Well, I'll I tell you, Corum, he practiced yesterday. That's the good news. That's right up to speed, you know, practicing on Thanksgiving. And you know, I would say that it was, it, it was, uh, there was not a lot of optimism earlier in the week, even though on Sunday he was out delivering turkeys in the community. Right. But, you know, he's had some tests, and those indicated, you know, after the game, no structural damage. Jim Harbaugh said, you know, another test, MRI indicated no structural damage. So that was good, a, a bruised left knee. But he was uh, with walkthroughs in a, in a limited capacity. I would have put him to put NFL designation on him. I would have said uh, doubtful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But then yesterday, I mean, if he was going to go, he had to go through practice, and he went through practice yesterday. And I would say how he wakes up today and how that knee responds after trying it out, uh, I would expect setting, um, without any setbacks today that he would dress and that he would start against Ohio State tomorrow. Uh, and I knew you'd answer the question directly, and I, and I believe you. And that's what I thought. Uh, Dennis, you can clear this up, too, because I know he attempted to go back into the game against Illinois last Saturday, and it's my understanding when he did, the injury was fresh, and he slightly re-aggravated it. Not that he made the injury worse, but it it prevented him from really continuing on Saturday. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. You know, the, he came back out there, and, you know, maybe you're uh, – there'll be some in your listening audience who remember it, but I think it was more like a, a Willis Reed situation. That, there you go. You know, the, <laughs> Good you know the crowd. I like you know the crowd was really oh, down. Yeah. Everybody was really down. He's he's Michigan's MVP and everything else. And he went back out there, gave everybody a jolt. And then when he actually went in and, and gave it a shot, 
like even though you know they, they they took a look at it and you know they got all that adrenaline going, I think you know Michigan said, look, we can we can win it without Blake, and he gave us you know what he was able to do there, and you know let's let's be um, you know cautious with him because really, I know we're all looking, of course, at tomorrow's game, but also looking at the college football playoff. Michigan really didn't need to win that game That's last correct. week to get it, but they That's need correct. to they need to win they need to win tomorrow. So I oh. think all of that played into it, all of those different things, and you know now we're gonna we're gonna see how effective he will be if he's able to go after you know he responds to you know uh, practicing yesterday. No, I think you bring up an excellent point. Uh, not to get too much off on the tangent. But had Michigan lost to Illinois, beaten Ohio State, then beaten Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, they would have been 12-1, and and a Big Ten 12-1 and champion would have gotten a, a bid, I believe. So, But be that as it may, this has even more luster since they're both undefeated. Real quickly, uh, Donovan Edwards, too, is speedy back out of West Bloomfield. He's had a good year. Do you expect him to suit up and play? I do. You know, there's been optimism about uh, Edwards. Uh, Monday there wasn't, and they had a little bit of a, a, a walkthrough. And, you know, I was told that he didn't participate in that. So I was thinking, oh, that's not very good news. But since then, uh, there's been nothing but optimism with, uh, with Donovan Edwards. Michigan's got a litany of players uh, along with Donovan Edwards. But I, I would put him as uh, trending upward. So if you want to put a designation on him, questionable. Uh, but he's practiced uh, as well. So their, their MVP and their, their biggest mismatch I think they're both going to give this uh, a shot and see how effective they're going to be. And there's some guys uh, across the board, really, uh, uh, linebacker, Junior Colson, defensive end Mike Morris. I'm told he's going to be a game-time decision. But uh, the rest of the guys, uh, maybe J.J. McCarthy's favorite target after Ronnie Bell, Luke Schoolmaker, he looks like he's going to be good to go. So a couple guys that could be doubtful, though. There's a offensive lineman, Trevor Keegan. A.J. Henning, you know, those guys, uh, questionable, doubtful. You want to put a designation on them? Talking with Dennis Fithian, straight from Ann Arbor's covered the Michigan team since 1994. He's covered, what, 28 of these games. Uh, Dennis, uh, does this invoke memories of the 06 game, 42-39, the game that was played the night after Bo died? I think this game is as big as that, even though that was number one versus number two. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, they're both uh, undefeated. You know, Bernie, we enjoy holiday traditions here in the Midwest. And so we like this story rivalry, uh, and especially now that it's moved to Thanksgiving weekend. You know, yesterday you get a little nostalgic. You had the parade in Detroit. I know in New York as well, but, you know, you had some things that you're used to, like, you know, the Lions getting deep fried, you know, late on uh, by the Bills. And then Michigan, Ohio State playing for it all. So, yeah, it, it goes to 2006, but if you're – you're old enough. You also go back to when it was, you know, the uh, the big eight and or the big two and little eight and whatever right. it would be now. Big two. Yep. That's the way it is. Uh, they've been on a collision course all year long. They have been the best uh, two teams and the best players in the Big Ten. They're all from Ann Arbor. Pretty much all are from Ann Arbor and Columbus. So yeah, I mean, shades of 2006, 97. Hmm. You got to go back to the '70s and the way that Michigan's playing football, ground and pound. You know, I think it takes you back to three yards in a cloud of dust. Oh, very much does. I talked about the Bull Woody tenure war earlier. Uh, all right, let's talk about the game itself, uh, Dennis. Uh, you're always good with intel. My moles tell me Ohio State's pissed off from last year. Uh, they have they're harboring a lot of anger. 
Uh, your thoughts into the dynamic behind the game and in what this Ohio what worries about you what worries you about this Ohio State team and where you think Michigan can probably exploit? Yeah, well, I think it's really going to come down to if Michigan won the game last year by by winning in the trenches. Michigan's got a very good offensive line. And if they have all their players defensively, I, I would look at, at two things in this game. If Michigan can run the ball, you know that's what they want to do. That's their identity. That's the way they won it last year. It's not Haskins. Went out there and had 169 yards and, and five touchdowns. That's the kind of uh, day that they're going to need from Corum and or Edwards. If they're able to do that and control the ground game and keep Stroud over on the sideline, that would be the number one thing that I would look to heading into this game. And number two, I would look to pressuring the quarterback. And Michigan is, you know, they've been able to replace uh, Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo with a number of different players. Stroud is really good, and he might be the first quarterback taken, certainly the you know, one of the top two quarterbacks taken in the NFL draft next year. But you look at any quarterback getting pressured, and Stroud in particular, he is not good under pressure. So if he's got a clean pocket and he's able to throw – uh, that would be uh, bad news for Michigan. So being able to run the ball, pressure the quarterback, those would be the top two things I would look to. After that, I'd get the tackling. Michigan's, uh, or, I'm sorry, Ohio State's wide receivers, even without Smith and the Jigbars, are you know the, some of the best in the country, maybe the best. So being able to not let five 10-yard catches you know, turn yes. into 40, 50-yard yes. explosives, I would put that as a third key. Great, great key. I talked about that earlier. Uh, before I get to that, is Jackson Smith and Jibba going to play, and is Travion Henderson going to play for Ohio State? Yeah, well, I bet Henderson would try. Smith and Jigba, he's had a hammy. He's tried to come back. Uh, you know, he tried Penn State. It's just one of those things that just, you know, a good indicator of re-injuring a hamstring is having a hamstring injury. And, you know, really from the Notre Dame game, he just hasn't been there. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I would say he would be doubtful. You know, but that would be a huge jolt, obviously, for the Buckeyes if he was able to go. Because he'd be one of the best wide receivers that I've ever seen in college football. So that's, uh, you know, uh, that would be really something else for them. Well, he certainly proved that in the uh, in the, in the Rose Bowl last year with over 300 yards. Woo! Couple things, uh, uh, Dennis. And by the way, I, I don't get to vote on the Heisman, but I promise you, Blake Corum would get my vote. I think he sealed it last week. We see what this team looks like uh, without him. What is Michigan defensively? What is Michigan's game plan to curtail or stop or certainly cut down on Ohio State's explosive plays? Because I do believe, Dennis, that Ohio State is an offense that's got that fifth, sixth, seventh gear that Michigan doesn't have. Yeah, I think it's going to be the pressure coming from the edges from Jesse Minner, their defensive coordinator. Michigan has been tremendous in the second half. Now you say the Big Ten or whatever, you know, the Big Ten's down, but halftime adjustments for for U of M, they have been great, and they have really, with the exception of last weekend's Illinois, who did score a few points, they really, you know, slammed the door uh, since early in the Big Ten season. So it's going to be pressure off the edge, and they don't necessarily have to bring anything exotic. They've just got, you know, a handful of guys led by Mike Morris, who's got that, you know, game-time decision, you know, and hanging over his head. But if he's able to go, you know, he's been able to lead a, a group of about, you know, four 
different rush ends that have been effective being able to get, at times, uh, pressure on the quarterback. It's really all it's coming down to. I know that, you know, you get your coaches listening in the audience will say, well, you better cover it. And Michigan's got, you know, they've got, um, you know, at least three, four really um, high-end corners and good safety. So that recipe, that they, they should be able to cover, at least hold their own in the back end. It's going to come down to pressure. Those things work hand-in-hand. Uh, hand. But uh, I think they're set up pretty well if, um, you know, if they're able to – is there able to move that pocket a little bit and get some pressure on Stroud? If not, it could be a long day. I know a lot of Michigan fans were hoping that it was going to be really cold and possibly snow or rain, but unfortunately for uh, the weather forecast, at least for the maize and blue, it's sunny in the 50s tomorrow. Oh, wow. Columbus, so I know. It's kind of a shock. but Bring, bring your bathing uh, suit, buddy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Fithian, uh, one of the best uh, in the business when it comes to college football, Michigan football, a true historian. Uh, great stuff, Dennis. What I'd like to do is, let's, if Michigan wins and advances to the Final Four playoff as we get closer to New Year, and they have their, uh, you know, their opponent, love to get you back on to break it down and see uh, if Michigan can build on what they did last year. Okay, buddy. You can call me anytime, Bertie. Thanks so much, my man. That is Dennis Fithian. Great history, WTKA ninety-seven-one. We did lines pre-post together in two thousand six, two thousand seven. And always brings back great memories. Uh, I will tell you, uh, uh, going back to 94, when, when Remy Hamilton kicked the field goal to beat Notre Dame, well, let's just put it this way. Dennis is uh, is one of the best in the business when personal friends with all, all the coaches and really knows the, you know, knows the Michigan football landscape. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.